Rightly and boldly do we join our voices and our souls with our ancestors in the faith throughout the ages in professing the Nicene Creed. We proclaim at Mass, for our sake, he was crucified under Pontius Pilate. He suffered death and was buried and rose again on the third day in accordance with the scriptures. I look forward to the resurrection of the dead and the life of the world to come. Listen now to the proclamation of the angel who was at the empty tomb on the first day of the week after the Lord's crucifixion, death, and burial. Why do you seek the living one among the dead? He is not here, but has been raised up. The author of life who was killed is the same living one who has been risen. This is the crowning truth of our faith in Jesus Christ, a faith believed and lived as central by the first Christian communities, a faith handed on as fundamental through tradition, as established by the Holy Scriptures, as preached as an essential part of the Paschal Mystery and of the cross of Christ. By his death, Jesus liberates us from sin. By his resurrection, he opens for us the way to a new life, and he opens the gates of heaven to us, those gates closed with Adam's sin. He reinstates us in grace. The resurrection of Jesus from the dead is the source and the pledge of our future resurrection. At the time of Jesus, and even before, there were those who most notably, being the Sadducees, did not believe in the resurrection. They denied its existence, or even the possibility of such an existence. We are told in St. Luke's Gospel today that a Sadducee comes to Jesus to pose a question. According to the law, he says, if a man marries and dies without children, his brother is to marry his sister-in-law and raise up children in honor of and in his brother's stead. Now, at first, the question sounds simple, straightforward, and honest. Yet, it gets complicated. Seven brothers, the Sadducee says, all married the same woman, all died childless. Whose wife will she be in the resurrection? They were not interested in what Jesus had to say. Their intent was to ridicule him, to poke fun at him and this resurrection nonsense. They were hoping to discredit him, no doubt, in the eyes of the people. They quoted the law quite correctly, though doing so not to learn from it, nor to live rightly and properly according to the law. For the Sadducees, it was simple, cut and dry. There was no such thing as resurrection from the dead, period. Somehow, 
they were able to overlook the noble and faith-filled story from the second book of Maccabees about the mother and her seven sons who chose a martyr's death in fidelity to God, the covenant, and the belief in the resurrection, rather than to defile themselves with idolatry, apostasy, and so transgress the laws of their ancestors, that is, God's law. It was by God's law that the mother and her sons lived. It was for God's law that they would die. Their belief was that the king of this world would raise them up again to live forever. In the face of torture, idolatry, and death, the seven brothers encouraged one another as one by one each was killed. The mother likewise encouraged each of her sons until they all died in fidelity to God's law, and then the murderous demons turned their wrath fury and vengeance on the mother, putting her to death. We have a story of faith with this family, a story of fidelity to God, of courage, steadfastness, and hope in the resurrection in the face of death. In supporting her sons, this unnamed mother encourage them to stand firm, to resist the enticements to temptation and sin of the devil, and to remain solid in their faith, singular in their devotion to God, and strong in the sure hope and expectation of resurrection. Jesus addresses the question of resurrection from the dead head-on in St. John's Gospel with the raising of Lazarus from the dead. In conversation with the dead mother's sister, Martha, Jesus reveals that he is the resurrection and life, followed immediately by Martha's confession of faith and belief in him. I know he will rise again, she says, in the resurrection on the last day. Jesus then responds, I am the resurrection and the life. Whoever believes in me, though he should die, will come to life, and whoever is alive and believes in me will never die. Yes, Lord, I believe. This is our hope in resurrection and in Christ, which was made bold and which we profess in the Creed. This is the faith of St. Martha, the sister-in-law of Lazarus in the resurrection. This is the faith in the resurrection of the ever-faithful mother and her sons, all of whom perished in a single day, strengthened in their steadfast faith and hope. Christ is risen from the dead. Dying, he destroyed our death, and rising, he restored our life. Be we Christian faithful, monk or oblate, may we be filled with the needed grace to resist the fleeting enticements of the father of lies and the prince of darkness and remain solid in our faith and in the sure hope and expectation of the resurrection and ever singular in our devotion to God.